you know that dude from that flamingo song reminds me so much of fucking Tyler the Creator. Uh, like it gave me, it, it it gave me so many like odd future like even like just the start of like the uh, the House of Blues version of sandwiches that he did whenever he broke his fucking foot. You know, then, honest to Christ, I never dug into him at all. I yeah. never even attempted. It's <laughs> it's a shame. But my story about this flamingo guy is I was playing it to my kid because I listened to the first five seconds and it just seemed like a oh, he's just being a goofball talking about flamingos. He's all into it. And then he ripped out your motherfucking eyeballs. <laughs> and it was like, Jesus Christ. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I, I think where he really sucked me in was when he actually laid out his dinner. Um, you know, as as where I expected the drop to be, you know, he kind of laid out, I think I'm going to have the spinach, the baby <laughs> And then your sister. And then your sister. (laughs) After he's talking about his grandmother's vagina. Time for grandma. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, fuck. Well, you know what, boys and girls, welcome to Darwin's Family Crest. Uh, That's a that's a hot start. Um, uh, We'll probably throw that uh, flamingo link in uh, somewhere because people because it's worth checking out. People got to know where it's coming from. I mean, because, I mean, damn, that's a hot start if I've ever heard one. Um, I'm sure. still out of context. It makes zero sense, but you'll you'll see. We'll show yeah. you. Uh, I mean, I'm still Derek. Uh, it didn't change this week, uh, and he's Jeremy. And uh, we've been off a couple weeks, but um, we're here to show that there's absolutely no rust, and uh, we uh, I, we're just basically still recovering from father's day weekend mm. um, yeah that was when quetzalcoatl was supposed to come back and that yes. never happened so yeah uh, you know it, nothing, quetzalcoatl you know i mean it's bad enough that the mayans ruined a christmas for me yeah but no but not quetzalcoatl i mean because we we i don't want to say we wasted an episode on quetzalcoatl <laughs> but now we've wasted a i mean I, I again i i i turned down a bottle because i didn't expect to have enough time to drink it <laughs> is that real <laughs> I, it's real talk yeah. yeah it's like i don't know might be true yeah. <laughs> might be yeah. true i would hate to i would hate to take this and then not consume it i had a hearty breakfast that day too like as i figured if it was the last meal i ate you know yeah, let's let's load up. You know, fucking and, fuck cholesterol. Who yeah, cares? <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to be around for it anyways. I mean, you know, we're not. You know, there's no <laughs> there's no tax on this. That's uh, pretty much why I've been smoking a carton of cigarettes every couple days. Because like, uh, you know, what years am I protecting in the end? It's the years where you lose your mind, you get fat, and you're just too sloppy to have sex, and just. Who cares? I'm not going to miss those years. Are you? I'm not going to miss, no. I mean, I, I'm, I realize that if I'm not having fun and I'm not happy, I'm taking, all, I'm taking time off of meaningful years, um, uh, retrospectively, and only losing inconsequential years systematically. 
Well, Does being that... my friend, being my friend outside of the show, you know that this isn't a hundred percent true. But I mean, I feel like I've been more so than thirty-eight years prior. Uh, at about the time the coronavirus hit, I went into full fucking YOLO mode, and it's just like fuck it, let's burn the whole world down, you know. And mm. it's it's working all right for me so far. Uh, uh, until it doesn't, and I have to take two weeks off the show because I'm a mental case. But you know, <laughs> is this the is this the Natty Daddy regimen, or are we? Oh, are we've, we talking? Evolved, we've evolved beyond Natty Daddies. Yeah, that okay. gives me that. I think I have an ulcer, which is okay. all to do with stress, and not the Natty Daddies. But it's it's evolved beyond that. I'm polishing off fucking Jack Daniels like it's just water anymore. Wah wah. Good man. I, sh- I knew I should have got you into that Bushmills. Uh, Probably be cheaper. This shit's 40 bucks a handle anymore. And it ain't yeah. even a handle. It's the fuck. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's a fiver. Um, and the yeah. bitch of it is, like, uh, I keep pricing Devil's Cut because, I mean, it's it's noticeably different. But I can deal with the beam as much as I like the Gentleman Jack. And it's almost ten dollars cheaper, but every store I go into, they don't have the Devil's Cut, and they have Gentleman Jack, which I'm used to. So it's like fuck it, forty bucks it is. Well, I think that's largely has to do with the fact that um, I think Kid Rock has sort of turned into Jabba the Hutt, and he's retracted all the dead, all the red stag, and now he's getting into fucking Mila Kunis's cut of that, which is now the Devil's Cut. So. <laughs> Hold on, you you need to catch me up. He's not banging her, is he? No, he's not. Okay, her. I was gonna <laughs> say, what the hell happened to her? Or I, she I, has some trauma she's working through. If that's <laughs> happening, I have this. I have this idea that the only people that are gaining weight and um, like fattening their lives in any way uh, during the like during a, a fucking pandemic. Um, are the extremely haves and the extremely have-nots. And, like, it's not hard for me to stare you down during this time because I love having my mouth taken away um, and just people having people analyze my glare. Uh, but like, Oh, I, I, dude. Yeah. It's so, it's so... Oh, my God. It's so fun to glare at people because... It's like, I've what's been, wrong? It's like, you're just seeing my eyes. You don't even see the scowl. How could you tell? <laughs> I've been given so many reasons to glare now. Like, if you're walking up a down aisle in my Walmart, I fucking glare at you. If you're not wearing a mask, I fucking glare at you. If you can't figure out... Uh, like I mean, and then all the basic stuff. Every once in a while, I'll just put my mask on in the car and glare at somebody that don't that doesn't know that it's their turn at the stop sign. <laughs> just because I, I I have I have all this white guilt, and I do feel like at some point I have to like exterminate it in some way, and it has to land um at, like in some. And in, 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 in some well, in some non-monetary way, other than uh, the uh, the money, because I didn't want to bring this up, and I definitely didn't want to bring this up on the show, but I started talking about money, so <laughs> I have to now. Okay. Uh, uh, my uh, our our mutual employer um, decided to pay uh, us white podcasters on uh, Juneteenth, 
and I didn't feel right taking it. So I donated money to like, uh, and my wife did the same thing. She actually worked that day. Uh, between the two of us, it ended up being something like somewhere, something around two hundred fifty dollars. We cool. donated it to like a to like a, a, a local um, like a, it was I, I forget what it was. It was through Project Share. There was a uh, a recommended uh, charity that helps uh, 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 disadvantaged uh, youth and stuff like that. I don't I honestly I don't remember who it was because again my wife sort of set the whole thing up. Yeah. But there's there's something so fucked up about you know taking taking money on a day that you have no per you have no right to you're like yeah yeah you know what i did with mine i just bought desmond new joy cons for his switch which were can you guess what the fuck that shit costs I, no Take a fucking guess no frame of reference for it at all it's literally just the controllers that slip onto the system itself. It's fucking ninety dollars, man. Like the the whole thing itself costs three hundred dollars, and it's like, man, the really? Joy Cons are a yeah. third of yeah on top of it now. Yeah. So yeah, so he uh, he has a tendency at seven to you know. I'm eating pizza and playing the Switch and mashing shit into these buttons, and then his like analogs started drifting and shit so it's like yes i'll buy you joy cons once yeah and i won't bitch about it but next time if it's pounded in with pizza grease and shit uh it's coming out of your piggy bank because <laughs> <fuck, man. laughs> could you imagine a rice stick clicking because there's an oregano leaf in there like that would be so aggravating to me I oh mean. my god I mean, we're talking pretty close to that, but I've, <laughs> I've cleaned it out pretty much. But these analogs still drift so hard, it's unusable. He's like, now you can use them for Mario Kart. It's like, yeah, bud, I'll use the broken <laughs> ones, and you can use the fucking brand new ones I just bought you. That's good plan. Yeah. I, You know, I, I'd, I've missed this, obviously, and it's not because... Um, I'm necessarily good at it, uh, but I, I've I've missed this because of all the cool shit that's like kind of happened like since the last time we recorded. Um, I and one thing that you brought you like kind of got me in on was uh, uh, the, <laughs> the, the 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 whispering orgasm black guy. Oh um, Jesus Christ! Like I I just like I, we have to absolutely <laughs> talk about this dude on the pod because like oh this dude God. is just so fucking perfect and epic and, oh, and so so what it is if you haven't seen it it's a uh, prank video this guy's just walking up behind people at like Target and Walmart and like at the mall and shit and he's just letting off a sweet oh <laughs> into people's ears and it's all like really emasculated men apparently because they flip the fuck out every last one of them flip the fuck out and it's just like how insecure are you with your sexuality that you're freaking out at this guy because i would literally turn around and be like i don't know you what are you doing the whole yeah. time laughing because yeah no it can't i mean you can't possibly Jesus. get on board with it but like it's but it's so like the tall, like I mean, it's it's it, like only during these times, like, are like is the tolerance level like that good? And I think that's yeah. like I think that's awesome. Like, uh, I I just I wish there was, like I wish it would expand a little bit. Yeah. Like I mean, because I or, like let's get this guy on a bus. <laughs> like, I I I want to see this dude in 
like Greenwich, Connecticut. Hell yeah. Fucking New York, New York, baby. Going through right. a story at Queens. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, yeah, have, have this guy, like, doing this shit outside some brownstones. Mm-hmm. Like, or, like, um, like up, um, all, up, I don't know, up Triple H's way. Where does where does Triple H live? He lives in Greenwich, right? Or, like, or he claimed to. Fucking Paul, uh... Paul Levesque. Paul, I can't Paul, think of, uh... Levesque. I uh, I can't think of where he's actually from, but I think he was hailed from Greenwich. Yeah, Is he actually from Greenwich? I don't know. His story, like, Lev, I, 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 by the way, good on you for the Levesque pool. Um, I don't know where I, it came from, Derek. It's in some annex in my fucking head. Because <laughs> I, I, haven't, I haven't actively watched professional wrestling in probably, how long has uh, CM Punk been gone? Or uh, how long ago was the... Uh, the yes movement because that was the last wrestlemania i watched and shit because it's, it's i love Danny brian that's gotta be it's 14, gotta be over 15. six years right yeah. like it's gotta I'm be five six years 14 or something yeah like, i can't get into the product anymore especially yeah. with no crowd it's like man this was kind of dead to begin with yeah and I, I, that motherfucking edge is back and i can't get into it you know right. i just don't care well, I mean, we we all saw that fucking Edge and Randy. We had to have seen like if you were alive, you've seen parts of that Edge and Randy Orton like like what was I guess it was like a it was a anything goes like anywhere goes match. And I'm just like 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 at what part is this just not like really aggressive gay sex everywhere in in a in a in a fucking like. Like in a community center, because like it's Rob McElhenney trying to hide that he's gay. It's Mac on Always Sunny. It is. It is. It's just. It's. It's just Mac trying to prove that he's the, he's the bouncer of the bar. That's all that it really is. I did an ocular pat down, and this is not gay. We are good. <laughs> I had this whole thing because I couldn't come up with with uh, with uh, uh, Triple H's full fucking name, like actual name. So I just wanted to call him PH Balanced, uh, because, <laughs> because because like if he's like like if he's if he's trying to push that whole Black Lives Matter thing. Because do you know what his actual title is in the in in the in the, in, uh, in WWE? He's the CFO, isn't he? No, he's he's the uh, he's the CEO of of Global Recruitment and Entertainment. Uh, for WWE, and he is the founder, um, and and uh, and I guess creator of uh, Tough Enough NXT. Okay. of NXT. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, they, so I guess what? Yeah, yeah, you're right. So yeah, NXT, NXT is the evolution of it. Yeah. But yeah, I just I, I just I just picture Triple H running into you know whatever like Paul McMahon, Stephanie Helmsley, whatever. Like like <laughs> whatever like like, like 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 getting whispered into by this orgasming black guy <laughs> in like in like suburban Connecticut. Like <laughs> and, and he just it's instead of like cause he's off steroids now and he's obviously a little lumpier now. Like yeah. so and everybody knows about it. So like, you know, he could just rip he just pull that out. Like he just like you can call me pH balanced. And it's just I, I just I I think that's that's so funny to me. <laughs> I don't know. Just call himself Paul Helmsley. I'm, I'm pH balanced. Oh like, my god, that's so satisfying to me. Like thinking about like again, like a like a puffy Triple H, full on, full on William Regal character. Yeah. Oh, yes. yes. Look at me. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. 
Where's is William Regal still alive? He is, right? He's okay. Probably. I don't know. Yeah. You what? know who's not is Paul Bearer. Oh, we don't need to do that to Paul Bearer. Jesus. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, shit. How does it I, always devolve into WWE, especially since I'm six years removed from it? I don't know why, but like I know more in the lexicon now than I should for not watching it. It's amazing. People would think that I'm Mac trying to hide that I'm gay with my fucking uh I, I just watched the episode where he gets outed um by <laughs> it's arbitration because it was a hate crime because Frank called him the F slur <laughs> and Charlie drop kicked him with dog shit on his foot and um at any <laughs> At any rate, one of the pieces of evidence was Mac's exercise bike that had this big ass dildo that came out of the seat, and yeah. it was. He's like, "That's not. That's not a dick, guys. It's a fist." And everybody's face is like, "Oh, that's <laughs> that, not I, the, better, bud." <laughs> the first time I thought of that, the first time I saw that episode, I thought about fucking George Clooney from Burn After Reading, uh, like. Uh, inventing that fucking like that it, it, it wasn't a rowing machine but it was essentially a sit it was like a sit back bicycle that yeah. had a dildo on a fucking pulley system that 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 was that was absolutely and a hundred percent driven by leg power yeah and it's a hundred percent a fucking machine it's I mean. a fucking machine yeah absolutely like i mean and at, at this point he it could have been a rocking chair that that uh that that mike or sorry that that rob was uh was 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 accused of of having um you know a a dodo slash what what are those called like like those rubber fists they can't be called rubber fists because everything's got a a nickname now yeah you know i don't know i'm really i'm very dumb with the marital aid toy name except the great american challenge which was the coolest dildo i've ever seen it was as big as my elbow to my fucking fist and yeah, it seems like it would be a challenge. No, you know what other episode of Sunny I watched last night was the episode uh, Psycho Pete Returns. And the the keystone of that episode is them trying to get drugs for Psycho Pete. Uh, so Glenn, uh, fucking, uh, what's his name? Dennis. Dennis, yeah. Glenn Howardson. Yeah, Glenn is talking about uh, fucking skin and D and putting her into a box and a glass box. It's like you didn't even think of the smell, you bitch. <laughs> it's like <laughs> he is so goddamn scary. And Caitlin's uh, shudder at the point when he's like, and they won't even know you're gone and shit. And she just shudders. It's like she is like a god tier actress, and I'm so glad she's on that show. Caitlin Olson is amazing. She's just so fucking funny. <laughs> and I've had. Are you are you saying you have a collection of skin luggage? No, you didn't even think of the smell, you bitch. <laughs> I've I've failed to like follow up with both of their um, like both of their 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 graduation shows from Always Sunny because she's you know she she did the Mick and I'm pretty sure the Mick's still on. And yeah, they canceled it, and it's fucking really? good, bro. Yeah, I heard it was, it was really good. good. 
It was. It's basically D transplanted into another universe, and it's fucking great. I buy and that. And then AP Calc is is what Glenn Howerton's in it with uh, yeah. fucking Patton Oswalt in. in it, and the fucking cast is amazing. Those kids are hilarious. That show is amazing, and they canceled it initially, and then they picked it up on NBC's fucking flagship. They're going to do a streaming thing next year, I guess, which is where The Office is going to end up when it goes off of Netflix and people probably burn down the world because The Office is no longer on Netflix. But yeah, here's a hot take. Here's a hot take. I just went through all of The Office again at the beginning of the quarantine, Derek. And I swear to you, because we uh, subsequently went through Parks and Rec, Parks and Rec, far superior show. Oh, of course. I've been through The Office like six times. It's my second time through Parks and Rec, and it is infinitely better. Yeah. there's They just they overload. Like, they superload that show. And it's just everybody, like, every week. Which one? Just, the Office? No, no, no. Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec, yeah. Because, they're, like, there's way too much sight shit on, uh, on, uh, on The Office. Like... You know, there's too many looks, too much, like, there's a lot of subtlety, and I think that has a lot to do with Ricky Gervais, and, yeah. and, and yeah. the, like, and, like, the subtlety, the of, subtlety of it all and all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and let me tell you, I love Steve Carell, and I told myself I loved Michael Scott, but this time through the office, I fucking hated his character, and, uh, what the hell is the show that just came out, Space Force? Space Force, yeah. So I've watched through that. And John Malkovich is literally the only reason I kept watching that because um, uh, Steve Carell's character just felt like somebody was playing Michael Scorn in Michael Scott's uh, shitty ass uh, homemade movie version of what he should be. And he's just doing this mean voice and stuff. And Malkovich is amazing. Yeah. And I, I like. I loved John Malkovich on that, but that show was very missable. You can miss me with that shit. Yeah, I, I just I, I love John Malkovich just in that in that like in that entire realm that he he doesn't take anything that he doesn't fucking kill. Like, because yeah. a lot of people like I have a lot of people like think that somehow he's the same guy as fucking um, the dude from the, the dad from Thir- uh, Third Rock from the Sun. Uh, yeah john lithgow and i'm just like you know you're not you're not listening then at that point because if you're you know if you're mistaking him for like just some like a guy that plays some old fuck that just kind of kicks out a little bit of a little snark every once in a while then like you've never watched rounders you know like you know so you've never seen him as as teddy kgb and it's I, i don't know like it, it it just it does it completely i mean you've probably never seen con air at that point because i think i think he was outstanding at con air and that was one of those that was again that was another one of those like fucking that movie should have went nowhere but that cast was so fucking loaded down mm-hmm. i mean they hid yeah, it transcended what the story and the plot yeah for sure yeah, yeah they hid steve buscemi in that in that movie somehow yeah. like i mean it, it, like to hide those teeth, I mean yeah, they found yeah. they found a way to do it literally with a mask. I mean, and that personality they hit it too. I mean, it's just it, it's it's like I don't know. Listen it, it's here, like, Tom. 
Yeah, I, <laughs> I'm not even going to pretend like I can do that voice. I can no. go this far. I, I can't do it right now. Fuck. I was doing uh, uh, I was doing Cosby voice earlier to my wife. You, it, to Barry. Yeah, I was doing a problematic Cosby uh, impression, and then I tried to do Meatwad, and for some reason it, uh, like, undid me. So I think I'm going to have to watch some Aqua Teen to get back on Meatwad, because there for a while I was doing that at work, and people were... It was it was a lackluster display via the radio, but uh, I kept hearing that whoever's doing the Meatwad voice is killing it, and then I heard, like... Yeah, that needs to stop. And it's like, I guess I'll stop then. Yeah. You know, it's so hard for me to just, like, join on with you in my <laughs> position. Because... Because well, you can't do a good Frylock or Shake voice. If that was the case, then we could just do that all night. Well, uh, yeah, obviously. But at the same time, like, nobody's going to take your position away. Like, you're, you're going to be where you're at. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, like... <laughs> I mean, like, unfortunately, uh, un- until your casket's hanging over the fire, I guess, at yeah. this point. Um, I think they're going to have to fucking immolate me to get me out of there at this point. Yeah. I, I, I've said on this show before that I know ways I could get rid of myself there, but I don't really want to pull that final solution, mm. you know? Sure. And that those words were chosen intentionally because yeah. it would off very hitler-esque if i would say certain things but it would get me fired and that would get the point across but well i mean we would have to have a contingency plan and we would probably have to have some kind of like guaranteed contract in place yeah uh, you know and which neither well and we don't have them in place per se yeah like we have them but they're not written by the right people um, also, thing, we're not privy to that information, Derek. No, we're not. We're not. Um, we I will are say though, the pawns. We are the pawns, and when the pawns go back in the box, they're in the same box as the king and queen. So, I should tell you about things that are dead. Apparently, I am not going to be able to get the uh, uh, the Chris Benoit fucking Bowflex uh, uh, ride Bowflex shirt um, <laughs> because. Nicole doesn't love it. Well, she (laughs) loves the idea of it as long as it stays in the house. So if I can't wear it out and I can't. Right. I can't. Yeah. If I can't raise any pulses by it. Right. You know, it doesn't make any sense. But it did have me thinking because like I I, as much as I tempted her. Oh, I had her teetering because I was like, look, I'm going to buy you a Lauren Babbick shirt. By the way, if you guys don't know who Lauren Babbick is, go ahead and Google her. She's on YouTube. Um, she does uh, she does a lot of vocal training. Like, she'll teach you how to fucking scream, cool shit like that. Um, uh, she does good work, uh, and she's a huge fan. I was like, dude, I'll buy you a Lauren Babbick shirt, and I'll, I'll buy you a fucking get out of my, get out of my way, bitch. I'm an essential worker shirt. And as of yet, I still can't leave the house if I get the fucking Ben Washer. <laughs> and, oh, I, I got the that's grounds for fucking divorce conversation <laughs> for that. And I sent Mullen that on uh, Instagram, and he actually hit me back, saying, which yeah. was kind of like my uh, touch with fame for the day. Like, I said to him, I have never wanted a shirt more than I want the Ride the Bowflick shirt on Come.Town, which we are not getting paid to plug. But not at all. 
fuck it. I mean, I love those guys. Um, I said I've never wanted a shirt more than I want this one, but uh, my wife said it's literally grounds for divorce, and he just said, yeah, well, I hope she comes around. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, holy shit. He yeah, actually I, responded to that. That's I, awesome. I'm, I'm straight up fucking green with envy uh, about it, too, because um, I, I know I sent you a picture that I sent him earlier this week um, <laughs> about uh, the uh, uh, an actual real-life little prankster uh, fucking divorce kit. I feel like we discussed this episode on the pod. Do you recall the name of the episode? Um, well, it's it's called Epperty. Yes, Epperty. If you uh, if you never listen to another episode of Come Town, you should listen to it. Was a they call it a Come Town Classico. It's literally just two of the three guys that are regulars on the show, and I swear to God, it's some of the best riffing i've ever heard it's an hour of just knock them out of the park jokes mm-hmm. <laughs> and one of which was about this little prankster's kit that uh derek is about to tell you about because <laughs> that picture you sent me dude yeah it's essentially uh this this whole idea of of a, a kid getting this kid um watching this episode or this this commercial where it's Four kids only, and uh, it's it's it, it starts out with a whoopee cushion uh, that you're trying to get your mom to step on or to sit on, but it never works. So you have to put it someplace where she's just gonna eventually, I don't know, step on it or like put her like cutting board down on it. And just then, come in here. <laughs> yeah, and like and like I'm never like if you don't love me, you won't come in here. Yeah. And then, and then, uh, you know, she doesn't sit down or whatever, but it's the, the whoopee cushion just farts. And, uh, it, you know, the six year old's like, you probably just farted out your pussy. <laughs> and, and like, it just goes downhill from there. It devolves so hard. Yeah. It, it unravels really, really ridiculously oh. pretty much about like just signed about, affidavits against your, uh, your father giving. Yeah blowjob or getting blowjobs from another woman and you have signed affidavits saying that your parents beat you and all that to give to the arbitrator during the divorce yeah it's to make your parents divorce worse (laughs) yeah and it comes well you have two christmases until you're found that neither one of them is fit to be around you and then you can go live with you go live in an orphanage oh my god i forgot about that there's like a saturn there all the time and, <laughs> and you can play virtual fighter and stuff like that uh, in 1995 that was such a good pull for that 100%. fucking trip oh my god because yeah. that's exactly so what would be in there yep yep and then uh you know like again because the kit comes with a polaroid camera and double-sided tape so you can take a picture of your dad and then <laughs> just photoshop a picture of your dad with a double-sided tape uh getting a blowjob from the babysitter Oh, and then uh, you also have to have, again, uh, as my partner mentioned, the signed affidavit uh, <laughs> that you're being molested. And uh, the, oh. the, uh, the, the, uh, the the premium set, which they fa- they happened to find in this estate sale, which is fantastic. Apparently a woman died there and a, and a, a woman told me, so I believe it. <laughs> so You have to believe women. I have brother. to believe it at you this point. To. So. I believe that at this estate sale that a woman died at, yes, told by said <laughs> other woman that that the 
deluxe set comes with fake positive breast cancer mammogram results. And that's what puts the, the dad over the edge for leaving. Because <laughs> the she's fact sick. Because the thought of having sick breasts. Because she's fucking sick. Yeah, because she's fucking sick. Yeah. Like, if he didn't. If he. If he was riffing that whole thing on the spot, he really is a genius level comic that hits about 20% of the time. Because yeah. if he didn't write that all out with the intention of hitting us with that all at once, then fucking A, man. Yeah, because I'm telling you, the show, and I would tell him <laughs> flat out to his face, I'm not going to be a star fucker and shit. I feel like Cometown is losing steam. And it's probably because of all the quarantine time, and they're just getting back into the swing of being around each other again and shit. But, um, yeah, it's kind of lost its steam, but um, he is consistently funny. Like, there was two weeks there where he fucked his... What What did he do? He fucked himself up on something, Yeah. and he wasn't on the show, and it was just like, wow, this is damn near unlistenable. Yeah, it's pretty intolerable without him. Uh, I, I will say that. Um, and and that whole time was completely and totally like there was a point um, that was right around six to seven months ago where he was like messing around with um, having a soundboard and that kind of thing. And this was pre this was pre soundboard. But like what he said about like the dad leaving because the mother had breast cancer and he mm. found it gross. Like the only thing would have been more perfect is if he had no more Mr. Nice guy loaded up on the soundboard <laughs> to play right after he said, you know, like, look, this is the last straw. I'm fucking going. No like, more. Mr. Like, like, <laughs> Hey, like, like you, you're farting on your, like you're farting out of your pussy, like, like your, your, your breasts are gross. Bitch, you're a hot mess. <laughs> you're a hot Sick, fucking mess. Done. The, the only other time that would have been more appropriate to play No More Mr. Nice Guy was when fucking Svetlana found Livia Soprano dead in her fucking bed. That's the <laughs> only other time that would have been even remotely close to being the perfect place to play that shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh man, dude! I told you, so, dude. I've I've been pent up, man. I've I've had riffs in the chamber, man. I mean, so you've like, pretty much been watching Sopranos the whole time during quarantine. I've been a pretty, I've been pretty much a mess. Um, I'll, I'll tell I've you, been I've been all a over mess. the place too. But um, oh, I've I, been a fucking mess. I, you could, you've got uh, photographic proof. If you wanted <laughs> to dox me, you could see how much of a mess I am. But uh, we're here now, so. Yeah. We're, to all we're the, live, to all the fans that are here, yeah, we're living our best lives. Lives. <laughs> it's it's been weird for me because I'm I'm usually uh, I'm usually a pretty proper boy, um, but I mean, I, I, if you were to vouch here at this point, like I haven't shaved or like done anything to myself in like six or seven weeks. So like, speaking I mean, of, that's I, a good time for our sponsor, the Manscape. Three lawnmower three, yeah, I fucking wish. Anyhow, sorry. Yeah, no, yeah, no, your, your beard's looking awful bushy, awful. Uh, what's the word? You look mm. like you're probably holed up in a cave trying to escape extradition to the United States for a hate crime or a terror cell or something. Well, 
I am devolving. I will say that I'm. That's all right. I'm, like I'm moving backwards. Um, I, I along with America, I've 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 found myself um, uh, hoarding change, and <laughs> um, uh, and and actually just just ought to be on the safe side in case Pizzagate decides to come back. I'm in hoarding Chuck E. Cheese coupons uh, and tokens. So um, I, I got about a I got about half a Bezos in fucking just basic change and probably another 200k in the Chuck E. Cheese tokens just to see where where life goes. You know? You know yeah. Jeff Bezos. God, yeah. What a guy. You know what? We're 36 minutes in and I haven't mentioned the fact that we picked up Jizz Lane, so that's something. Hmm. Do you think she's yeah. going to survive it? Do you think she's going to get to the point where we can get any uh, information from her? All joking aside, because honestly, I had one in the chamber for um, like the whole devolving of the Epstein didn't kill himself and everything and people burnt themselves out with the memes and everything and I expected when everybody's like Ghislaine Maxwell got picked up I'd be like uh do I need to tell you who that is it's like yeah I don't know who that is it's like oh yeah well she was the madam during the whole Epstein thing oh yeah I remember her Ghislaine from the Epstein didn't kill (laughs) kill himself you know it's like that's not that's not what it is she's just god she's fuck yeah i don't i i I see her killing herself and everybody knows the score and it's just gonna happen she's gonna kill herself with fucking claw marks in her neck and like a machete cut but she found it in the prison so i think it's gonna be more difficult to do that uh and and it's it might even be tied to this whole black lives matter thing because Cops are coming under such scrutiny now that that it can't possibly um, be a known inside job. And I can't imagine there's any like, can you imagine like a like a Clinton fan uh, police officer murdering someone linked to Jeffrey Epstein? Like, I don't know, bro, because I saw a video very fucking problematic video last night i want to say it's out of the altoon or altoon <laughs> yeah mm. no <laughs> out of the atlanta uh airport it was a black gentleman that was having a grand mal seizure and it took eight police to knock him down and stand on him and punch him in the face and everything and we're talking like this week uh, post George Floyd, post all the fucking riots and everything, eight police officers punching and stuff. This guy having a grand mal seizure um, yeah. to detain him and everything, and it's like he's having a motherfucking seizure. He's literally yeah. having a epileptic event, and you're fucking punching him. They tased the dude. Like yeah. I have no faith in America. I have no faith in our. Uh, police system i have no faith in race equality i want it more than anything but fuck man like i have no faith in it as long as people are being taught hatred from little up they're always going to be hateful you know it's just you can't break the sins of the father in one generation no no it's it's it is i mean the thing is is that she's done such a fan like she's done a phenomenal job 
staying tucked away because I think she lives someplace. I think she, I think I read she read she lives like on 126 acres in New Hampshire or something like that, and they had to do uh, quite a bit of due diligence in order to be able to just narrow down where she's at. And it was only a couple what a couple days ago now at this point. It's about a week now. I want to say yeah. Yeah, Give like. Take. I mean, not to fucking split hairs. Yeah, I think it was about a week ago. I'm like, really? We found Ghislaine. That's fucking unreal. You know. Well, but. I, what I think is going to end up happening though is, is I, I think there's a chance that the cop from fucking Minnesota is going to be able to slide under the radar now because it's the shit's going to be so equally split between what's going on with Ghislaine. And, Are we talking Chauvin now? Derek yeah. Chauvin. Yeah, yeah, with Derek no, Chauvin. He's not. He's gonna get fucking. They're gonna burn the witch with him. I mean, because they have to. If they don't at this point, you're gonna have L.A. riots 2.0. You're gonna have fucking. You know, I think Chauvin has to go down as a figurehead at this point. Even if the other three skate, I think Derek Chauvin's going down. But well, I just, I, I, I just, I wonder to the extent that that the bloodlust is actually gonna be satisfied. Uh, like where it is like what is content at that point because i mean like does this dude need to be murdered in gen pop like oz style in emerald city like or does like does he does he show up like again fucking like knifed in the shower uh no witnesses um you know i don't know brother because i'm telling you i i uh commiserate with the white guilt and the white uh privilege i I've only known being a white male all my life, so I don't know what's going to placate the African-American community, which I've heard from quite a few black men they would rather be called black, so I will forever call them black men as long as that's okay with them, because African-American, it's like, I'm not from Africa. Okay. All right, I understand that, you know? How about... How about I don't see colors? <laughs> Fucking, you're my friend, so. Yeah, it's. Just, I mean, it just that it feels more demonstrative, you know, at this point. It does. And, you know, we're just. It's. It's like. It's like you're. You're not even using something that makes a lot of sense. It's just more like, let's let's go through the fucking like emotions. And. I th- I think that perpetuates the hate and the stereotype it does. and everything. It, does. it really does. But I mean, I think we're cut from the same cloth, and it's a different cloth than a lot of America. I mean, we're not fucking MAGA jagoffs, so. No, but the one thing I will, I, I'll, I'll fucking battle a little bit is I, I don't understand. I mean, and I'm going after, I'm going after something I love right now. I don't understand why why Italian Americans actually are lo- like lobby for Christopher Columbus because. Last time, last I learned, that motherfucker's Portuguese. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure he's from fucking Portugal. So, why anybody lights a candle, like, in in any community, like, for, I mean, like at this point, I, I mean, you know, we this this nation doesn't even have a legitimate fucking song to their name at this point, yeah. uh, along with their fucking busted country foundation and whatnot so like if 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 washington doesn't find a new team name that can come up with a new fucking song and 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 call this country something 
like right that isn't named after another fucking explorer that found us by accident. Yeah. Uh, if you want to go by the the what what I guess Amerigo Vespucci showed up here around like the late 1300s or something like that. Like I think he was here like or sorry the late 13th century. It was like 1291 or something like that. He something he, like that. He landed yeah. here or he landed he landed near in uh, the the U.S. Virgin Islands or fucking Puerto Rico or oh. But I mean, wasn't Leif Erikson here first? Weren't the Native Americans here first? Was absolutely, fucking, absolutely. Like, so I mean, that's why I'm saying like I mean I if 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 any of you guys fucking follow us as individuals on 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 like on on Instagram and stuff like that, the whole sh- everything needs to be fucking torn down and re fucking built up. That's the whole bit is that is that it's busted from the inside out right now. Like I, I, I would and, feel better about town squares having shit like Batman and the Joker in it than fucking yeah. Confederate monuments and fucking oh this is our victory against the fucking savages and shit. It's like come the fuck on, man. If yeah. we're gonna if we're gonna politicize and uh, equalize everything, we need to fucking tear all that shit down. And you know. That's- you know what I'm a fucking proponent of, like ten times out of ten, and it hasn't hit. Like nothing has been, it has not. Like none of these have ever come under any scrutiny whatsoever. Let's get some more fucking fountains in this country, where there's just straight Greek guys fucking pissing in women's, or I'm sorry, in little boys' mouths. Like let's let's just get it. Like they're like like just you've got you've got just nothing but gratuitous male fucking like nudity in marble form, just just pouring some random liquid into like over a boy's hair or like uh I, I i don't i don't know but there's nothing like like why are fountains out like outside of the jurisdiction at some point like are, know, like man. we're letting like we're because letting they're definitely letting, the coolest looking uh, and you know what if we're gonna tear it all down let's tear down town squares because i hate fucking roundabouts and i hate town squares or anything i need to drive around to fucking not wreck into another car can we just have fucking streets? What's wrong with streets, Derek? Come on. Actually, what I what I really like now is I like the dude from the Flamingo being a fucking <laughs> being a fountain guy now. Like he's I'm gonna just... tear out your motherfucking eyeballs. <laughs> you know, whatever. I... Just just have a bunch of things that look like a bunch of like. Like little brother's eyeballs and grandmother's vaginas, just just jets. Like, I mean, I don't we know. Were, like, we were discussing pre-show about uh, videos or clips of stuff or whatever that is uh, the most Tim and Eric you can get without being Tim and Eric. And I sent you a couple. I think that's right up there with top. And it's the first time I saw it was last night, and it just fucking busted me up, dude. Yeah, it's really good. I, again, I think we talked about it at the jump, but like, I, I, it, it, it just, it just, it's, it. This dude needs to be a part of Odd Future. Uh, <laughs> like, let's, let's, let's get this guy in a fucking like pastel shirt. Um, and I mean, because again, he, the dude's in a fucking robe or some shit. Uh, it's literally boxers. his underwear. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just I mean, he's just screaming. Oh my god! I just again, it it just fucking resonates so many fucking sandwiches uh, uh, from Goblin uh, from Tyler's first album. It's it, I don't know. It, it's it's really good. You guys to check go out Tyler the Creator apparently. 
because I've been oh. hearing that name for years and never really dug in. There's just yeah. too much good media to uh, absorb it all, you know? Yeah. I, I like, mean, I'm I, so psyched because after a year of it being fucking uh, hyped and shit, like at now, 12.06 a.m. on Friday, the 10th of July, 2020, there is officially, right now, a new Static X album out, and uh, Wayne Static has been dead for six years now, and the rest of the original band from Wisconsin Death Trip days literally pieced together pieces of demo clips of Wayne singing stuff and made a fucking amazing album out of it. I happened to catch the leak, which is legal, up until right now, because I already bought the fucking album, so suck it, uh... R-A-A-A-A-A-A, or whatever the fuck that would arrest me for that. But um, I already bought it, so it's already downloading to my phone right now, but I downloaded the leak, and it sounds like Wayne's still alive. Dude, you wouldn't know the difference. And I've been listening to Static X since Wisconsin Death Trip came out in 99, and it has personal meaning to me, which I've probably gotten into on the show. If not, hit me up dfcpod at gmail.com and I can give you the rundown of the personal meaning to me about the first Static X album but uh, it's always just been like one of those bands I follow everything they do and when Wayne died I assumed it was over and I have a new Static X album in my fucking phone right now and it's unreal dude yeah that's fucking unbelievable like I just like my my arm hair like just stood up on end whatever I thought about just like old Wayne static recordings somewhere. Christ, in man. I don't know. Like for me, 1999, there was two albums for me and it was self-titled Slipknot and Wisconsin death trip. And I know quite a few people that it transcended all the cast system in high school that like every time i post a song from wisconsin death trip i have people from my high school that were in my class that we weren't even necessarily friends you know the jocks the freaks the everybody it's like oh shit i still rock this album it's like yeah man it transcended all fucking cast system wisconsin death trip hit hard in 99 you know yeah yeah, I, I mean, it's it's got me a little nostalgic, too, because I'm thinking, like, as I thought the exact same, like, I thought the self-titled Slipknot album, and then for, I mean, I immediately I went to, like, I had to get something to calm me down, so I thought about Make Yourself by Incubus, but, I mean... Sure, that was amazing, too. Yeah, I, so I... I would very easily say that, like that, that Wisconsin Death Trip would have been a, a, a very, very honorable mention, um, in that, like, in that, I would say in the black part of the yin and yang. Do you yeah, know what the third one was? Let's call it the dots, or at least one of the dots was the fucking uh, Marshall Mathers LP. I was listening sure. to the fuck out of in '99, man. Absolutely. Which it may have came out in 2000, but that year, I mean. When you were in high school, you pretty much 99, 2000 equals one year, you know, but yeah, sure. like June, yeah. June and shit. But yeah, I, I, th I think you are probably at 2000 with with uh, the Marshall Mathers LP, because I remember because uh, a uh, uh, fucking D12 came out uh, like formally in 2000 
with the, their first album and uh, uh bizarre, yeah we, but we've gone into devil's night quite a few times devil's but it's night. worth saying again fucking check out devil's night by d12 uh before they really went jokey with it yeah. i don't know like the second album seemed more jokey than anything but like fucking devil's night was straight up hip-hop from detroit and you had six guys just burning down the house yeah, I I actually I mean I I tend to I tend to gravitate towards if I mean I think Amityville is probably maybe the second or third angriest rap track that I've ever heard in my life, oh, and yeah. it's very easily one of my second or third favorite Eminem tracks of all time. Uh, but I I I love the it just he carries so much heat. Uh, in that in that track and it's it's just I mean that whole album is just absolute fire again if as long as you as long as you stay away from the mainstream shit and so get this um Marshall Mathers LP came out May 23rd 2000 which is why I remembered it from senior year because I graduated in 2000 but I graduated literally a week later June 1st of 2000 and I remember going to my baccalaureate at night listening to that album, and I, I swear to God, I must have Napstered the whole album because I was listening to it for weeks prior to that. Because yeah. I, I was driving this fucking ghetto ass truck that was my dad's truck. That it's yeah. like, well, I don't have a job, so I'm just gonna drive this truck to baccalaureate and graduation practice and shit, <laughs> uh, bro. I had a fucking. Uh, just a fucking boom box with like six D cell batteries in it that I would play a tape like yep. back and forth to work and it was this album and fuck man. Yeah, Eminem was... and Eminem was nothing like he is now then. Like wow. like he was fucking awesome. I still love those albums, but he is god tier now and he was just kinda like a normal cutting my teeth rapper then but he's just fucking ridiculous now yeah i mean i really like that it was during that time too that he he really did move some guys along like obi trice and royce the five nine and uh just a, I mean even even elevating 50 cent to where he ended up being you know uh, how about elton john well <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding i'm kidding <laughs> this this fledgling unheard of guy elton john that's like do you remember when uh post malone about six months ago put out a uh song with fledgling uh cutting his teeth metal star ozzy osbourne and yeah, people, Ho- were, <laughs> yeah, people Hoss- were like yeah Ozzy osbourne and like people thought he had down syndrome or some shit like people like, are like oh wow it's really nice of him to put this uh old guy on a track he's actually got a good voice it's like it's fucking ozzy come on <laughs> right. what the fuck you can't you can't listen to post and not know ozzy fuck yeah it's it's like uh it, it's 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 like people that uh uh heard uh what you gonna do we're like holy shit like like this beat's fucking outstanding and, and they're like well yeah because it's crazy train yeah and they're like what mm-hmm. what's I, that yeah you're gonna have to help me out like no like i'm just gonna drive what are you talking about like, there's like no... just all right you don't have to understand just listen to me for a second <laughs> right there right. are songs that are sometimes sampled as a beat if you will <laughs> for a 
hip hop artist to extrapolate upon and throw bars down upon, and that's what happened here. <laughs> Yeah. Um, it, it, one, another one that you brought up from just the very, very early oct, I saw you and your brother both posted it. Um, I have the David Bowie, I'm Afraid of Americans single. Oh, and, and I have, I, I love the Trent Reznor version. I love the fucking Ice Cube version. Like, it is, it is so poignant for 2020. Like, like the, again, the, the song's probably fucking two decades old. It is. I think it was 97 or 98. And uh, it's funny to me because I remember very distinctly having an argument with somebody in the library at Tussie Mountain High School in Saxton, Pennsylvania about uh, I was saying Trent Reznor did one of the it's actually the video cut um, version of the song. And I remember somebody arguing with me. It's like you can listen to that music and you listen to Nine Inch Nails, and you can tell me that's not Trent doing the music. Well, look at the music video. Trent's following him through it. He shoots up the fucking taxi. That video, it's, fuck, it's man. Yeah, the video's fucking... It, it's phenomenal. It's it's literally... It's one of my favorite... It's, it's one of my favorite post-fucking... Because, again, it, I think the, the video's older or newer than, than the track is. But I yeah. remember... I remember buying like I worked at a trans world store and I bought a single because I remember like I used to come in. I, I, I mean, every day I'd show up at work and I'd be like, man, why the fuck are these people buying these singles? I was like, why wouldn't you just spend like another 10 bucks and get the whole fucking album? But at that time, there was no sing, There was no album to put that to. It was just because it was a I, I, it was a it was an international release. And I and I. I, I to be a dick at the time like again I, I i'm an 80 kid so like i wasn't i hadn't channeled my inner david bowie yet um and you know but I, so i was buying it for for trent Reznor, and i was buying it for ice cube uh but i loved every side everything about it and i've gone back and i've listened to it and it's like one of those it's one of those things where you're not going to be able to find it anymore now like like you can't find like a solid disc copy of the signal uh, that had all the different re- renditions of, of that track on it. And yeah, the video is... Holy is, shit. Brian Eno has a co-written uh, credit for this song. Brian Eno is one of my favorite like ambient uh, pianist, like ambient music things i listen to when i'm either reading or going to sleep that's really cool i didn't know that and by the way my autism strikes again 1997 this song came out i don't know why i can remember shit with music but i can't remember what i ate this morning but fucking a i I think fat fat of the land came out around this same time too and i goddamn loved that but well i mean there definitely was electronica uh push around June 30th, 1997. Fuck, dude. I think I have it. I got the autism. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? Whatever I, works. You know, I'm going to put you in a room uh, with a bunch of soft, angry birds, and I'll just be a green pig with a <laughs> helmet on. And you can definitely just throw hit them. me with piggies. Definitely yep. hit me with <laughs> <laughs> you just You just throw them at me. I'll be fine. <laughs> uh, man. All right. So, I mean, I feel like we're coming like 
it's about at an hour right now. I do happen to have a pop quiz that I'm going to fucking nail you with right now. I think we kind of touched on this in the very, very first episode. What did we call that? I would pay for that or something yeah. similar to that. Um, I just had a conversation with my wife tonight about um, a tour that I would love to have seen. And if I could get into a time machine right now, I would go back to see. And it's actually two parts for me. So my question to you, and I'll give you my answer. My question to you is what tour, if you could go back and see, and it's normal time, would you go in a time machine to see a fucking concert? Which, you know, you're probably going to infect all of time with coronavirus at that point because your antibodies are better than those people in whatever year you go to and you're going to bring it back to them and when you go back home everybody's going to be dead but for me i'm going back to either 1994 and the downward spiral tour with nine inch nails and fucking manson which you know what as i say that i feel like i've said this before but around 97 98 Eight, there was also a Nine Inch Nails tour where he co-headlined with Bowie about the same time as I'm Afraid of Americans came out that I would fucking love to see. And Christ, man, uh, you can't even go back and watch video of it without it just looking like pixelated VHR, VHR, VCR garbage. Right. Um you know, I, I think the easy thing for me to say is I wish the border tour would have happened uh, and uh, uh, we would have got to see Rage Against the Machine and Run the Jewels uh, in the desert this this uh, this year. Um, I, it was supposed to happen around February, but obviously they started canceling a bunch of shit um, for good reason. Um uh, actually, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. The, the tickets went on sale around February for shows uh, in April and May and stuff like that before Rage uh, headlined Coachella. Yeah. Um, I, which, again, obviously, I could. I mean, I could also go back to going back to the pilot and say I'd like to go see Rage and uh, Wu Tang Clan. Fucking hey. Um, yeah. It's hard. It's hard not to go back to that. Uh, but it's the sentimental one for me is uh, uh, I had a Facebook memory from today. Uh, it was six years ago that I went to see uh, Warped Tour in Scranton, where I saw Parkway Drive and uh, fucking uh, Enter Shikari and The Devil Wears Prada, where they opened with Danger Wild Man. Which, by the way, if you want to get me turned up in like someplace, I that's how you do it you play that track and um i also saw um a a couple of i mean a couple of just i sort of like i I opened a new chapter uh with a band and then i sort of like reaffirmed uh something that i would like a band that i really enjoy i got to see senses fail in the pavilion uh when i was just like just trying to take a breath and stuff like that and they were every bit uh the the fucking warp tour sort of veteran that I expected him to be. Yeah. And then I saw the tail end of black Veil's bride. And then I watched fucking, I set my friends on fire, blow them out of the fucking water because they went on right after them. They were a three piece that nobody heard of. Everybody left after BVB left. 
And I was going to ask you this when we were doing a heavy metal parking lot, but what was their connection to the Mars Volta? There was a connection to the Mars Volta, right? Uh, no, the Mars Volta, uh, you're thinking about One Day as a Lion. Uh, uh, One Day as a Lion had, uh, had, had the, uh, had the, the fucking, the, uh, they, they had, they, uh, the keyboardist uh, at least was in that, but yeah. 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 The keyboardist was in that, but, uh, along with Zach De La Roca, uh, were, uh, formed One Day as a Lion. And then, uh, 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 uh fucking, the, like I said, uh, the, the, then that then that rhythm section went on to uh, before that before as I laid down I'm sorry before one day as alliance started uh, they left and they started a band called Sparta and Sparta was in that sort of like we 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 did a uh, again we did an HMPL uh, with Thursday they remind me of like a of like a poor man's Thursday uh, at the drive-in sort of and, and I went with the guitar player the the lead guitar player uh, Omar and it's it's got guy's name's Omar uh, it, it, super super convoluted name but but talent Rodriguez Lopez. Lopez that's right mm. and uh, yeah they they ended up going that sort of like that ambient noise sort of like um I, I, like it's it, it's almost it's almost like negative space just deal with what what the noise we're making kind of kind of sound to them but i love that shit and i love his dude i love his voice because he's got he got belts like he has got he's got some pipes and i appreciate a guy with pipes even if he's using them for like a reason that is literally like almost chalkboard nails on a chalkboard for some people because you know it's weird uh when we were talking about him just now. I thought about John Frusciante, and apparently Omar has collabed with Frusciante on yeah. albums. So I was going to say, kind of reminds me of a, like a, what's the word, polarizing view. Like you yeah. either like or hate. I love John Frusciante, and the fact that he's back in the Chili Peppers gives me hope for the Chili Peppers. But right. we're running long, and uh, that's fine because. Sure. I mean, we can wrap her, but um, I, I actually, I have, I have one more final thought, just, to, just to kind of, just to kind of like, I mean, I don't know want to do pop for quiz for pop for quiz, but it's kind of funny uh, okay. that we that we do this real quick because I did have one more idea because um, we talked about the you know riding the Bowflex from hell and the fact that Chris Benoit um, he made a phone call to Eddie Guerrero apparently he talked to Eddie he, he talked to Eddie Guerrero the day that all of this negativity uh, with sports equipment transpired, <laughs> is that what we're, is that what we're calling? What, that's where we're going to go with it. Okay. Uh, a, what do you think happened or what was said on that phone call? And B, do you think it has anything to do with the rolling German suplex? See, see my opinion of that <laughs> is it probably sounded a lot like a uh, – average text message from your boy jeremy when he's in a particularly bipolar mood and it's like i don't know fuck it i hate everything i'm just gonna kill my family and myself but the thing with me is you know i'm intelligent enough to like rationalize out of it with chris i think the problem was the cte scrambled his brains enough that he's just like I can't rationalize anymore. This is a really good idea. I wish Kevin Sullivan was here so I could fucking really complete the trifecta. <laughs> Did you know that that uh, he had a, a this was a very very rare thing 
but uh, Motorola made him a razor phone that actually looks like a like a a, a folded in half Bowflex, and then when it opens it up, it's actually just. A, I believed you for a second. <laughs> and then no. I'm like, that's too ridiculous to be <laughs> no fucking way. I, I, I wish I, w- I do wish before we run super too long that you would address the rolling German suplex uh, part of this because uh, if we look at, at That's at, a sick like, fucking move, dude. It really is, but I mean and, and even though like like Eddie put a little bit of like like a, 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 yeah, yeah. He put a little salt and lime on 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 the uh, on the on the on the edge of the rolling German. Like they both kind of met their own fate the same way. So like like I I just don't know if there's a torch passing there. Um, what I killed Eddie? It was painkillers or what? Uh, I, I I like not to fucking pierce the veil there and everything, but he he <laughs> was uh. His was painkillers and probably an accidental overdose, right? Cause... Sure. Well, yeah. I mean, but he didn't. I mean, I, I, I'd have to, I'd have to revisit his um, sordid past. Yeah, his situation. But um, no, I, 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 I would say, yeah, I would say probably struggling with drugs. I mean, as I feel like that would probably be a good uh, catch-all for most of especially that era like pre really checking into the wellness program wwe but you know yeah, yeah. it's I, I i think they'd rather probably put a bow on him with and put in like loop him in with brian pillman than they would with uh chris benoit uh, because in in real talk like the uh the pro wrestling curse seems to have at least slowed down since they really started enforcing the wellness policy so maybe drugs and pro wrestling aren't the best thing to combine but like that marriage yeah that marriage may last longer may have lasted you know longer than most but (laughs) it's probably best it's probably best that both parties moved on and yeah, wow. amicably. Can yeah, we amicably. just shake hands and say good game? Good, fucking good game here. We uh, we 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 tried our best. Yeah. Fuck it. We, we did do our best. <laughs> that's what we. You know what? And that's that, that's that's all DFC can do. So if you guys like this Amen. episode, and please tell your fucking friends because yeah. we are not done despite the fucking pauses every once in a while um like i said i'm no stranger to telling you that that was a lot of me actually the first week was you um we were gonna we were going to do an episode the first week we were off and you were getting fucking jackhammered in the taint at work and you said i can't i can't fathom recording extra late because our work has been mandating overtime. So the first week was him. The second week was me. So guess what? Fuck y'all. We're back and we're not stopping for anybody. Uh, our, we are one week out from our renewal thing. So that says to me, um, I'm about to re up for a year and we're in it to win it. Motherfuckers. So we're doubling down. We're doubling down. Like, like hard as we can. DFC coming out swinging. 
because we're not dead yet, and until we are, don't count us out. That's right. Well, that sounds like a quadrat debit shot a moment. We appreciate you right. in. Please don't suffer stupidity, because there's so much around out right now. Wear a fucking mask. Black Lives Matter. Please, just be fucking decent to each other, people. And save your change. Right, because you never know when you'll need it. So, we'll see you next time. Cheers. <laughs>